With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, November 6, 2019, and welcome to episode 750. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, three quarters of the way from from hitting the 1,000 mark of the Mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, talk about our favorite subject of all time as always it is professional wrestling we of course will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment which we brought to us our 2017 hall of fame news tag team king ice represented here tonight by the Iceman jd jerry Girolamo. jd is a 2015 and 17 wws hall of famer and also part of the raw part of the team that brings you wws raw radio every monday afternoon right here on talkshoe.com also, coming to us from the Talk Shoe chat box here tonight, bringing us tonight's wrestling history and birthdays, is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and also another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Before we get underway with the rest of our t- tonight's itinerary, let us welcome JD and John to what should be a uh, uh, Explosive and dynamic, of course, are of course our terms are normally used, but it will be, we'll just say, out of this world experience here tonight on episode 750 of Revolution. Are you ready to get elite? Are you ready for full gear? We're going to be elite and we bring the full gear to you. Just a few days before what will be one of the craziest, if not one of the wildest shows of the year, without question. Indeed, indeed. And JD couldn't have put it better. Couldn't have put that better myself. Absolutely. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, tonight our live video feed come, comes to us from our tribute group to New Japan Pro Wrestling. It is NJPWS Forever. 
honorable. If you care to join us <clears throat> here for our live video feed for episode 750 of Revolution from NJPWS tonight, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NJPW Honorable Nation. I do see a couple of folks have joined us here from our from our live video feed tonight, Mr. Eric Vigil, I hope I pronounced that name correctly, and Miss Margie Bounds has also joined us as well. So we welcome you folks. Please enjoy the show. Anything you wish to mention, please feel free to do so here uh, on the bar here. We would love to hear what you have to say. <clears throat> and of course, if you want to join us through TalkShoe.com, the phone number as always is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we will, of course, give you, of course, we'll talk about uh, what we think will be, of course, our opinions as to what will take place this Friday night on SmackDown. We will also, of course, give you a rundown as to what's been, uh, some of the action that's been taking place thus far of course, um, in both AEW and, of course, NXT. Of course, as the Wednesday, as Wednesday, the Wednesday Night Warfare has kicked up a notch here a little bit since, of course, the beginning of, of last month. And, of course, they can both they continue to shine here in a bunch of different ways. And we'll definitely get a little rundown as to what's taking place thus far on both shows here coming up here in just a few moments. Plus, also, <clears throat> plus also here, folks, some wrestling extras coming your way here as well. So let so let's not waste any time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and get right down here to the mix, as we of course we will start things off with our wrestling news and views here. Save it, and of course bringing it here to us, representing King Ice tonight is the Iceman, Jared Girolamo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene? On 205 Live tonight, Howard, we saw the uh, debut of Mansoor Al Shehale defeating the Brian Kendrick while Leo Rush took on Raul Mendoza in a non-title matchup as Leo Rush is your Cruiserweight Champion. Meanwhile, on the EW After Dark Hour, it was quite an interesting night as well. It's Akuro Shida, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Karu Shida, Hour took on Big Swole, S-W-O-L-E, if you will. Arn Anderson also appeared on the show, ladies and gentlemen, however, on AEW After Dark, if you will, however, Wrestling Dark. Meanwhile, tonight, Hour, speaking of NXT and AEW, we got quite a night, Hour, on both shows. At AEW Dynamite, Howard, in the Bojangles Coliseum right now in Charlotte, our Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, the cleaner, are taking on the Inner Circles, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, the Latin heartthrob, and their bodyguard henchman, if you will, Jackass Jack Swagger, Jake Hager, if you will. Meanwhile, the Undisputed Era were attacked earlier in the night, however, by AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows, who made an impact at full sale, if you will. In addition to that, however, mind you, however, we have heard that a big six-person tag is set for tonight with the OC and AJ to take on Tommaso Chiappa, Keith Lee, and the Broman, Matt Riddle. Meanwhile, the rains for this week's Total Divas took a major dive to a serious low. Tuesday night's episode brought in a 008 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic and 191,000 viewers, down 33% each from last week's 0.12 demo rating and 283,000 viewers. Those numbers represent a serious low just the week after its, it hit its serious high viewership last week. The previous serious low was this season's premiere at a 011 and 252,000 viewers. Total Divas for the night among cable originals for the night came in at number 93. 
Meanwhile, however, it was also not a good night for the WWE, however's other show that debuted backstage on FS1 with its weekly premiere. The number was way down from 426,000 viewers from the last of the two specials airing Struhauer, however, 426,000 to 49,000 viewers last night on FS1. So definitely not a good night, however if you will. Meanwhile, however, we understand another AEW Women's Championship match, however, has been set for full gear, ladies and gentlemen, in which Riho will take on Emi Sakura for the AEW Championship of the Women's Title, coming up this Saturday in Baltimore. In addition to that, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, however, like we said, how we can now also say, how that the Young Bucks, however, will take on Santana Ortiz, I believe, with one other team as well, Har. Chris Jericho, meanwhile, will be in on Inside the NBA show to talk about, I'm sure, Full Gear and anything like that tomorrow night on TNT. But the Young Bucks, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, will take on Santana Ortiz, and I believe the private party are going to get involved as well, as private party made their statement stone earlier tonight, Har, at the Bojangles Coliseum. And as we see the boy George of... Leather jacket, spike-wearing Chris Cocky Jericho and Sammy Guevara. They are giving him a hard time here tonight as the AEW champion now is ready to team up for the Latin Hardball, which should be an awesome tag team match. Of course, we know that Omega's got his agenda coming up this Saturday. We know what Cody's got, or Jericho's got in his store order against Cody Rhodes, who tonight Cody Rhodes said how if he does not defeat Chris Jericho for the title Saturday night, he will never challenge for the AEW title again. So like I said, it's been a busy night so far at Dynamite. And of course, we will let you know after the birthdays and dates on what's been going on with both shows as well. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D. and W.O. Jorky Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. Here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GDS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and see what John has here in the rest of history and birthdays for today, November the 6th. 25 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see here, uh, 1994, AAA, Puerto Rico's IWC, and also WCW presented when worlds collide, not to be confused with the ECW event of the same name. Taking took place in May of 1994 from the Los Angeles Sports Arena in Los Angeles, California. About 13,000 were in attendance with about 54,000 homes watching, of course, on pay-per-view. <clears throat> Though WCW had a hand in production, they had no direct involvement in the show itself, as all their commentators refused to do the show outside of Chris Cruz. And a side note, Mike Tenay made his commentary debut on this show. The show was voted the second best major wrestling card of 1994 by Wrestling Observer Newsletter readers, best in all other shows in North America. The award, however, went to the New Japan Pro Wrestling's Super J-Cup. El Hijo de Santo and Octagon defeated La Pereira de Terror in the main event. The losers of the match were forced to get a haircut. Unfortunately, this would be the final match for Art Barr. Sadly, he was found dead in his home in Springfield, Oregon, at the age of 28 on November 23, 1994. The match was rated five stars and was voted fourth best match of the year by Observer readers. 21, <clears throat> 21 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see here, 1998, yes, at an ECW hardcore TV taping, 
The Dudley Boys defeated Masato Tanaka and Balls Mahoney to capture the ECW World Tag Team titles for a record fifth yes, time. Yes, got big balls. Exactly. Beating Public Enemy's record for most ECW Tag Team title reigns. 19 years ago today, put it at the year 2000 on Raw from Houston, Texas, Bull Buchanan and the good father of Right to Censor defeated the Hardy Boys to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Also in the year 2000, Let's see. John already. John actually probably typed it over twice. Also on that same show, Nora Greenwald made her debut in the WWF as Molly Holly, the cousin of Crash and Hardcore. She was the last seen as Mona and occasionally fought in WCW. Of course, she was also, I believe, Miss Madness along with Randy. She was with Randy Savage for a while. Also on that same show, the DX crew consisted of Billy Gunn, Triple H, and Road Dogg. For one night only to defeat the team of the Radicals. And also, Vincent Mann makes his return to WWF programming to announce the, the election, his first appearance in the WWF in five months since June of 2000. And in the main event, Triple H attacked Stone Cold Steve Austin, as also was facing Rikishi and Kurt Angle in a handicap match, and revealed that he was the one that was behind the attacks on Stone Cold. On that same day on Monday, WCW Monday Nitro from Chicago, Crowbar won the WCW Hardcore title over Reno. 17 years ago today, put at 2002 at an NWA TNA taping <clears throat> uh, weekly pay-per-view, we should say, Jerry Lynn defeated AJ Styles to win the TNA X Division title. A somber note here, 16 years ago today, put at 2003, Mike Lockwood, best known as Crash Holly, sadly passed away at the home of his friend Stevie Richards in Navarre, Florida, at the age of 32. Crash's big break in WWF would come in August of 1999 when he teamed with his estranged cousin Bob Holly with the team defeating The Rock and Mankind in October of 1999 to win the WWF, WWF Tag Team titles. After the team split, Crash Holly would win the Hardcore title in February of 2000 and introduce the 24-7 rule, meaning the title would be contested at all times, day or night, as long as the referee was present. Crash would hold the Hardcore title for a record setting 22 times more than anyone ever, with the exception of Raven, who held it 27 times. Crash would briefly win the European title at Rebellion on December 2nd, 2000, over William Regal, only to drop, drop the title back to Regal two days later, and Crash would win the light heavyweight title in March of 2001. After a year and a half of limited success, Crash would join up with the Mattitude stable as Matt, with Matt Hardy, but would be released in June of 2003 after joining TNA. <clears throat> Sadly, he afterwards he, he joined TNA. Sadly, he was found dead, like we said, on November 6, 2003, with alcohol and drugs near his body. His death was choking on his own vomit, sadly, but it was officially ruled a suicide. 14 years ago today, 2005, on Raw, Joey Styles returned as commentary for Raw alongside Jerry Lawler and Coach. Styles briefly took the role held by Jim Ross when Ross was fired by the McMahons. Ross, however, needed time off as he left for colon surgery. Styles commentated for some pay-per-views, but did not commentate, commentate Saturday night's main event. <clears throat> uh, also, WrestleMania 22, with the exception of the Edge Foley match, and also Backlash as well. Styles would quit on May 1st, 2006, giving Jim Ross's job back, while Styles and Taz commentated for East for the, the, the watered down or revamp, whatever you want to call it, ECW. 13 years ago today, put it at 2006, WWE signed Tyson Kidd. Kidd had some limited success in the WWE, 
winning the tag team titles twice with David Hart Smith in 2010 and also with Cesaro in 2015. Currently, of course, you know he's married to Natalia, who is also a WWE superstar. Kid's career ended when he took on Samoa Joe in a dark match in June of 2015. Also on that same day at an impact taping in Universal Orlando, Christopher Daniels defeated AJ Styles and Chris Saban in a three-match to regain the TNA X Division title. And also on Raw from uh, Columbus, Ohio, Johnny Nitro defeated Jeff Hardy to regain the Intercontinental title in a no-holds-barred match. The show is also noted, I'm sure J.D. and John members and probably members this moment here. The show is also noted for Kevin Federline challenging John Cena to a match on New Year's Day 2007. Cena, of course, would accept. The problems, of course, would lead to the real-life marriage between Federline and Britney Spears, where Federline destroyed Britney's property after laughing at a tape of Federline's appearances uh, on WWE programming. Britney would file for divorce the next day, citing Ill- irreconcilable differences. Divorce was finalized in July of 2007. And also, and that was probably the best thing Britney Spears ever did right there, in my personal opinion. But that's, that's just me. Also, on that same show, Eric Bischoff was named temporary general manager for one night only. Seven years ago today, put at 2012, Chris Murphy is elected over Linda McMahon in the United States Senate race in Connecticut. Murphy won with 55% of the vote to McMahon's 43%. Two years ago today, put at 2017 on Raw from Manchester, England. Sheamus and Cesaro won the Raw Tag Team titles over Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose as SmackDown's New Day interfered to distract with Ambrose, causing the Raw roster to get at the New Day. Happy, of course, happy, we have a special big-time birthday here. I'm sure J.D. might remember this. Happy 76th birthday to Ken Patera, who had an up-and-down oh, career. Indeed. The, the original world's strongest man, we should say, yes. His career started in 1967 when he won the Pan American Games and earned a gold medal and also placed sixth in the Olympic trials the next year. From 1969 to 1972, he was the world's and also finished second in the world weightlifting championships in 1971 and in 72. He was the first American to clean and jerk. Okay, that's fun. Don't don't get that out of your mind, JD. The clean and jerk over 500 pounds. He would retire from weightlifting in 1972 and began his wrestling career in 1973 as he continued his strongman gimmick in AWA, but made a name for himself in the Mid-Atlantic Territory feuding with Johnny Valentine. In the late 70s and early 80s, Patera would wrestle as a heel for all three major brands, the WWF, NWA, and AWA. In the WWF, Patera chased after the WWF title, whether it be worn by Bruno San Martino or Bob Backlund. Patera was the hated villain at the height of his career, winning the NWA Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight title in 1978, both the NWA Missouri and Intercontinental title in the WWF in 1980. He also became a member of the Heenan family in both the AWA and WWF in 1980. When Heenan was injured in 1983, he joined forces with Sheik Adnan El Kassi, and also tagged with Jerry Blackwell to win the AWA World Tag Team titles. When Patera returned to the WWF in 1984, he feuded with the likes of Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. In December of 84, he would aid Big John Stud <clears throat> in shaving Andre the Giant's hair. In April of that year, he and Masa Saida were both denied service at McDonald's in Waukesha, Wisconsin, 
That reaction sparked with Patera throwing a rock through one of the restaurant's windows. Patera and Saida were convicted of battery on a police officer and sentenced to two years in prison in, in August of 1985. After serving in prison, Patera returned to the WWF in April 1987 as a babyface and broke away from the Heenan family. In his first match back at Madison Square Garden, he defeated the Honky Tonk Man while he returned in the best shape of his life even competing in the, in the 1987 Survivor Series main event as far as Team Hogan against Team Andre. Patera did not have the success he had in the WWF when he wrestled in 1988. <clears throat> um, when he wrestled in 1988 against New Town, of course, even Gorilla Monsoon and Lord Alfred Hayes considered that Patera retired because Patera ruptured his right biceps tendon. Patera's last match in the WWF would be at the 1988 Survivor Series when he teamed up with Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Tito Santana, and Scott Casey take on Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, Dino Bravo, Harley Race, and Mr. Perfect in a losing effort. After leaving the WWF, Patera returned to the AWA in early 1989, challenging Larry Zabisco for the AWA title, but found tag team success in winning the tag team goal with Brad Regans. But they feuded after Regans' surgery in 1990. Patera would wrestle well into the 90s and sometimes even promoted his own events. He's been married and divorced three times and has two children, Natalie at the age of 38 and Emily at the age of 35. And John said that's all he's got for the history of birthdays here for today. So happy 76th birthday to the one and the only Ken Patera here tonight. JD, thank you very much, sir, sir for the wrestling. I think interview. there's a couple other birthdays too. Um, well, that might, uh, well, well, I will let you check that out while we, uh, yes, uh, I see, I see it's tomorrow. My mistake tomorrow will be a very special unique birthday, but also Sally Fields birthdays today. Remember? Who is it? Sally Field. That's right. You did mention that, of course, actress Sally Field. Uh, how old, J.D.? What was she again? 73. 73. Thank you very, thank you very much, here, J.D. Um, of course, uh, to the one only Sally Field, of course, remember from everything from Normal Ray to, to the Smokey and the Bandit movie. So, uh, so happy birthday to the one and only Miss Sally Field here. Uh, also, I played I play Tom Hanks' mother in Forrest Gump, by the way. I think that was also Okay, thank you also, JD, for the news and views here for tonight. If you remember one more time here, folks, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID, 138055-POUND. This is episode 750 of WWS Revolution. And this is, of course, at 9.54 p.m. on Wednesday, November 6, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you here this evening. And uh, double checking my my log here. I do believe we have someone else, and we do. Yes. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and bring him in right now. Just that way, everybody has an idea as to who that what who this is. It is, of course, a 2017, I should say, WWS Hall of Famer. He's also known. He's also, of course, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. And also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. If you think of his other nickname, ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. you got to go back. You got to go back to about oh, oh, that thought Well, let me do this first. <clears throat> if you think about that 60 sitcom Happy Days, where of course the central character did something, I do believe, if I'm not too much mistaken, just like this. It went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie is now joining us for episode 750 of Revolution. Uh, Fonzie, we welcome you, sir, to the show here. We thank you for joining us here tonight. 
And uh, we heard an uh-oh from JD. That means obviously something big just, just happened here. So let's hear from JD. Let's see what, what exactly this was that he was doing the uh-oh about. Go ahead, JD. Yeah, and I think Jericho's in trouble. He's going, oh, he nailed him with crossroads. Nice. Cody uh, sent a message to Mr. Jericho, if you after Jericho and his little bitch boy, Jake Hager and Sammy Guevara, the Latin Hartoff thought they would pull a fast one on Omega and, of course, Hangman Page. But in the end, however, it was all for naught. And Jericho, Cody's holding the AEW title in his hand up there right now. Oh, here comes Moxley. And he's got a weapon with him. Um. This is going to get interesting quickly. He's carrying a barbed wire yeah. with like a baseball bat in his hand to the ring. And right now the fans here at the Bojangles Coliseum are definitely have had a very interesting night here in the Queen City of Charlotte. And right now, oh, here we go. Face-to-face Omega Moxley. Cody's standing right, right back. Huh? Oh, comes Jericho with a cheap shot. Typical Jericho, Mr. Cheap Shot Artist himself, has to have his little bitch boys, Jericho and Guevara. Oh, here comes MJF. He's battling Jericho back up the ramp. Now Jake Hager is going out with MJF. But back in the ring, we got tension building between Ambrose and Omega. And now okay. Kenny's got his broom. Oh, this is going to get good. This is going to get good. We got a checkmate stalemate here in the ring right now as we speak. Who's going to take the first swing? Thank you there, JD. In the oh, meantime, here comes Santana Ortiz. Soccer, Jericho's little bodyguard bitch boys have to attack. And now leave out Kenny Omega. Once again, Jericho and his little entourage, however, have to get the last lap. Wait a minute, hold on. Here come the box. Oh, all hell's breaking loose now here in Charlotte. Super kick on Santana Ortiz. Out they go. Oh, we're going to see a dive. We're going to see a dive. We're going to see some flying. Yep. Bingo. Oh, man. This has been a crazy night in Charlotte tonight. Okay. Uh, and, and thank you there. Thank you very much, J.D. Ponzi. There was something you wish to add, sir. My apologies. J.D., you can tell he's very excited. Um, but please please go ahead. And uh, what do you have for us, sir? Um, I'm not going to stay on too long. Uh, they, they're in the main event right now. They're in NXT. UFC with it, AJ Styles versus Keith Lee, uh, Chiapa, and the other guy. Can't get his name. But, uh, oh! Yeah. So they're in the main event. So. Okay. Okay. Um, did you want to uh, give us an, uh, an update as to uh, as to who were the, uh, as to the results of some of the other matches that took place? Yeah, the first match it opened up with uh, the OC and AJ Styles attack a couple wrestlers in the back room, and that's why we're seeing the main event right now. Um, no way. Uh, da- Dakota beats. Uh, what's her face? Uh, I can't remember. Um, it just 
And like, I don't know if anybody heard right. the War Games team, team uh, Blair, Shane on Blair versus Team Rapoli. And um, Mita Yim is their fourth final girl on Team Balair. Baser. Baser. Yeah, yeah. Um, Then there is a Survivor Series. They they just did a triple threat for the tag team titles. Uh, Undisputed Mm -hmm. Era versus Viking Raiders versus The Revival. That's in SmackDown, um, the Survivor Series. Uh, next week, we have, um, for the Cruiserweight title, again, uh, Leo Rush versus uh, uh, Garza. And um, yeah, yeah. So he beat Witch's face tonight, too, J.D., for the, for the Cruiserweight for next week. So that's for the next week uh, okay. board. Um, who's the other? We have Pete Dunn and Damien. Uh, please start the show. Yeah, Pete Dunn. No, yeah, Pete Dunn beat, uh, what's his face, Dave? Damien Priest. Pete, yeah, Priest. Uh, then we had two women title uh two women matches yep um they know uh, conti and yeah and santana garrett they know yeah santana garrett first kick and yeah Shana and uh, dakota kai because Shayna had a marina yeah and, Duke. and uh, just like i said jd me Yim is the fourth contender for the team baszler the show's on Oh, she's on Team Shayna. Shayna Baszler, yeah. Okay, so she's not joining Team Rhea then. No, she beat the fuck. She came out with the yeah. uh, crow stick, whatever it is, and took out everything. And uh, okay, yeah. And here comes so Matt Riddle with yeah. AJ. Yeah. And we just had Dominic Djokovic beating Isaiah Swerve yeah. Scott. Yeah, yes. And, of course, next week, as you said, we got Io Shirai versus Mia Yim. That should be a really good match. Yeah, Darrell yes, Cook yes. in here against the club and AJ. He's throwing everything in his power. Oh, mm. this would be a huge upset if Maril Chiappa and then beat AJ in the OC. This would be big. Yeah, so that's... But I'll tell you what, we've had a wild night at AEW in Chad's neck of the Woods of Charlotte, yeah. too. It's been a wild night. Yeah. There. That's all I got to say, Chad. So, okay. if you want to double check, if you want to double check to make sure me EM is on Shayna or... Uh, or... Rias. Rapidly. Uh-oh, Magic Just Killer. to make sure. Nope. All right. Well, well, we we we, we trust that uh, Ponzi. So so we we do appreciate your uh, 
your analysis there. Yeah. And, and then tomorrow night on Wolfpack, we'll get your your thoughts about what happened tonight. No freaking way can he do this. Yes, he you can. Get, oh, what are you talking about? Keith Lee just he's, pressed gallows. AJ spiked freaking Keith Lee just now. Now we're back to Matt Riddle and AJ again. Yes. Yeah, and Fonzie, by the way, pray for JD. He was suffering from split nut itis as a result when But he's doing better, though, from what I hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, nope. uh, Fonzie, hey, the brain buster on Matt Riddle. We okay. Well, hold on, guys. Hold on. Man, man, JD's got a strong up. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, Positive way, thank you very much, sir. And like I said, we'll get your we'll get your opinions about about uh, what took place now in NXT uh, tomorrow yeah. night on, on Wolfpack. So thank you very much for bringing that to our attention. Oh, no problem, no problem. Thank you very you much. guys have a good night, JD. I'll talk to you soon whenever you get a chance. Yeah, I'll talk to you Maybe after tomorrow. The show, right? All right, Fonzie, okay, whatever. Have a good evening. Okay, Chad. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Yep. Bye bye. Well, take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it was the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie coming on here tonight and not, not staying with us all night long. But uh, but that's probably right. We thank him for his, of course, his his now his uh, his uh, um, in depth results. Of course, as to what happened tonight on NXT. Uh, and now, like I said, we now go once again, ladies and gentlemen, as we go to uh, as we go to JD because of and, um, JD is right now keeping an eye look like on both. AEW and NXT. Uh, so, JD, let's we go have ahead. got a good main event here at NXT tonight. Uh oh, Chomp is in. Oh, he just needs Trevor and AJ. Oh my, could Chomp pull off the biggest? He already beat the Miz. Can he make it two for two? Might be. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, here comes Finn. Chopper, don't worry about Finn. Focus. Always. Pele. Could we see Finn join AJ in his entourage? Finn just. Oh, he spiked Riddle right on the stage. Just like he did to Gargano. And AJ's a little bit of a smirk. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think we're seeing what we're seeing all along, folks. And it looks like Finn's rejoined his brothers of AJ, Gallows and Anderson. The Bullet Club is back. So that's so. So that's what it was. Was that he was leading? He was leading everybody. And of course, super kicked AJ. He just laid out Chiapa. He just so laid out Chiapa the last shot, folks. And ladies and gentlemen, look from what. And now like, he sees Finn in his sights. Oh dear Lord! Uh, um, what I was smirking, at, smiling at him. I think we're yeah. It looks like we're setting up for possibly Finn and Adam Cole. Oh my! Well, ladies and gentlemen, from what I, from uh, from what uh, I've been, we've, I'm hearing right here, ladies, indeed. It appears that Finn Balor now, once again, this time is going back to the brethren here of, of course, uh, of, of course, what, what was known, of course, as the one and the only here uh, Bullet Club here, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, 
There, there. So, so it looks like uh, we're. Uh, uh, well, we'll give you an update uh, here in a minute, but let's get to AEW first, ladies. You know, let's get you all set up to be elite in the Queen City yeah. of Charlotte. Let's me go ahead, JD, with your yes. Of we can AEW. tell you, Private Party will face Dark Order to determine who will face the Lucha Bros at SCU at full gear. Jamie Hayter, H A Y T E R, and Emi Sakura will face Riho and Shayna. Cody will make his announcement. Of course, the big matchup Hangman Page and the Cleaner versus Jericho and the Landhart Rob Guevara. For the first match, our first match of the night was Pac taking on Trent, however, who was followed by Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Pac, of course, won with the Brutalizer and Trent passed out. 13 minutes, 38 seconds they gave this match to start the show. Afterwards, Pac grabbed the mic and told the crowd to shut up. He said he heard what Hangman Page said, but it won't make, it won't make any difference. He said this Saturday in Baltimore, he would make an example of him again. Cody's announcement is shortly thereafter. As a result, however, mind you, however, Cody came out, however, next and talked with Tony. He then basically told everyone, however, basically... If he does not defeat Chris Jericho full gear, he will never challenge for the AEW Championship again, folks. So keep that in mind. He then recalled Jericho calling him an entitled millennial bitch. He said in Jericho's book that you can get for $3 on Amazon or on flea markets that he was the son of a wealthy hockey player. They also share the same silver spoon called Jericho Carne Succumus for surrounding himself with this impressionable youth that he needs more than they need him. Cody said it's not about his father, the American dream, if you will, Dusty Rhodes. About his sister, his wife Brandy, Michelle, his mom, and his entire family, including his brother, Goldust, a.k.a. Dustin Reynolds, the natural. He then told Jericho full gear he would bring the best of his generation and eat him alive. So there you go, folks. Some intense, I mean, Cody was really, really passionate in this promo, and they were going crazy. I mean, he was most over by the bar tonight. Next. The Lucha Brothers enter during the break and join on the Spanish announce table. The Dark Order make their entrance, followed by Private Party. The ref held up the third place medals, which will be apparently be awarded to the winner of their, for their place in the tag team tournament. Uno and, of course, Cassidy, and then with Mark Queen, took on, of course, this was our next match, Private Party and Dark Order. Private Party defeats the Dark Order, surprisingly. Afterwards, Private Party celebrates and Dark Order licks their wounds. SE and the Luchaverse got in the ring and they faced off to hype their match on Saturday. So possibly we could see now a triple threat tag team blockbuster maybe at full gear. Next, Riho and Shayna, of course, against Jamie Hayter and Amy Sakura. This went, however, 13 minutes and 35 seconds. Amy, however, got the pin surprisingly on Riho, believe it or not. Next, Sean Spears takes on Brandon Cutler. Of course, Sean Spears, better known to you as the perfect 10-10-10, Ty Dillinger. Tully Blanchard was with him, of course. Needless to say, he slid the chain ring, and he was going to hit another DVD onto the chair with Spears, S-P-E-A-R-S. But, of course, Joey Janela ran him off by running into the ring. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho was your main event. Thanks to, uh, let's just say, Pac, of course, needless to say, however, like I said, however, he basically hit Paige with a low blow and hit, the, as a result, Jericho and his entourage of the inner circle hit the juice effect, however, and once again, jackass Jack Swagger and Trish Jericho loving to suck up AEW's management's ass and his inner circle get a cheap win in 1407. 
Afterwards, the inner circle beat down Page until Cody made the save. He ended up hitting crossroads on Guevara. Jericho tried to escape up the ramp with Swagger, but MJF stops him. Moxley then walks in from the crowd, and he and Omega had to stand off with their weapons. Jericho and Cody fall up the ramp. Santana and Ortiz come down and assault Moxley and Omega, but the Bucks run down and make the save. A wild brawl ensues, and Moxley and Omega helped. But Moxley and Omega helped the Bucks get the best of Santana and Ortiz before turning on each other and brawling backstage. Matt Jackson, of course, ended up climbing on top of the entrance and diving on the inner circle, retreated back to the ring. The Elite eventually followed, and the show closed with Madness continuing in the ring and outside of the arena. So, a pretty wild show tonight in Charlotte. Our AEW once again knocking on the door, and definitely the fans of Charlotte had quite a show to see tonight in the Bojangles Coliseum. Thank you very much there, J.D., of course. That was your thoughts about AEW. Once again, we want to thank Fonzie for bringing us his take on what took place tonight here on NXT uh, as, as far as the results go for it for NXT. And tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Wolfpack, don't forget, 138521 pound. We will, of course, <clears throat> we will, of course, uh, bring, everybody will be bringing their uh, thoughts to the table as to what took place uh, yeah, tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a triple threat. It'll be, it'll be triple threat. Lucha, SCU, and the private party, folks. So there okay. you go. It is official. So, and also, to, like I said, tomorrow night on Wolfpack 138 pound. They, uh, JD, John, and Fonzie will give their thoughts and opinions as to what took place on AEW and NXT tonight. Their own personal thoughts. And I will thoughts. do my full gear predictions too. Well, between well between tomorrow and like I said tomorrow and Friday will be of course going out to predictions for that. But yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much for JD here for that. Let's get you the number one more time here, folks. As of course we. Excuse me for just one second here while I while I fix this. Okay, yeah. Uh, excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. One six oh five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. Episode seven hundred and fifty of WWS Revolution. Wednesday, November six, two thousand nineteen. We're at ten thirteen PM Eastern Time. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw. I'll let you know in basketball news tonight, the North Carolina Tar Heels did defeat the Irish 76 65, however, and Notre Dame, or excuse me, Virginia is being Syracuse right now, 30 to 21, however, early in the second half. Well, we will tell you what happened in the Pitt Florida State opener tonight, however, let's just say the score was Pitt wins by 13 after up two at the half. Pitt outscores Florida State in the second half and starts the season off year two of the Jeff Capo era with a big win, 75-62 at the Peterson Event Center in Oakland tonight. Thank you very much, J.D. Of course, like I said, the 750 Revolution, myself, Mr. W.S. Chavincho, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, and the Human Surface Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. <clears throat> uh, come, like I said, don't forget tomorrow night at uh, NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> of course, one three eight five two one pound. Uh, our live video feed will be from WWS Universe News and Views, History and Birthdays. Of course, we will also talk about, uh, like I said, JD, John, and Fonzie will give their take. Uh, excuse me, for one second while I have to do this. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will give our well, JD, John, and Fonz will give their take about what took place tonight on AEW and NXT. And of course, uh, everything leading in towards, of course, uh, tomorrow night, as JD did mention, that of course we will start getting predictions in 
for, of course, the AEW show, of course, known as Full Gear. Uh, of course, JD did mention there we'd have another match added on, and we will, of course, post that here as part of the matches that we have. <clears throat> that we, that we have, of course, here that we that we have here, of course, that uh, but that we have here, of course, thus far. Uh, so <clears throat> so don't forget to listen in on NWO Wolfpack, of course. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, like I said, one three eight five two one pound between nine and eleven p.m. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, take care of a couple quick plugs here. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, let you know here. Uh, <clears throat> um, of course, uh, main, the main one I really wanted to talk about for right now was, of course, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Where, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our ongoing special uh, throughout course, the end of the year, of course, every single DVD and Blu-ray posted on the page, regardless if it's single or multiple disc sets, we, of course, <clears throat> are, are selling them, of course, for $1 a piece. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me correctly, $1 a piece for every single title posted on the page. Of course, and does include, of course, uh, of course, and I even said DVDs and Blu-rays. Of course, different genre, genres of everything: sports, music, wrestling. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, seasons of different TV sh shows on uh, DVD and Blu-ray. Also, of course, uh, movies of all genres: action, adventure, science fiction, comedy, drama, western, uh, children's and animated movies, horror. You name it, it's there. Uh, so many great titles there, indeed. Uh, of course, our big time, sp another special that we have going on here as, as of this moment is, of course, keep in mind, of course, the four disc set featuring four movies made, made of course, by the one and the only Arnold Schwarzenegger, Abby Bach. Yes. Uh, of course, don't forget, like I said, those movies are Commando, Predator, The Running Man, and Total Recall. Of course, a four disc set, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you can have that set for three dollars. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, special set right there, four four for the price of four for the price of three. Technically, ladies and gentlemen, three dollars, like I said, for that set of four. So be sure to check out the video that's posted about that on the page for Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, and you can go you can visit there by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD Sales Variety, where of course our 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 motto is. At Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, you take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Of course, you can also ask the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, who has purchased six DVDs from us here uh, so far here, and he is quite satisfied with the results. And just earlier this evening, ladies and gentlemen, I have to brag on this other gentleman, of course, a member of our WC, another member of our WCWS staff. That is, of course, Mr. Hulkamania and Bob Ziegler, of course, from my neck of the woods down here in North Carolina. Just earlier tonight, and I mean, I am, and I'm still flabbergasted here uh, as to what happened here. But he purchased, ladies and gentlemen, 20 DVDs and, and was 17 DVDs and three Blu-rays. So a total of 20, ladies and gentlemen, in one setting. Yes, indeed. And I am even still in shock. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you see something, go for it, as we always say. So, like I said, if JD, JD and Bobby, of course, like I said, uh, uh, appreciate the selection. You will too. So check us out here, of course, at uh, of course Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. <clears throat> I will go ahead and mention here thus far, of course, as far as full gear is concerned, our prediction title challenge, of course, 
uh, that we have up for grabs right now. We have six people, of course, that are taking part in this. That is, that is including the Iceman, Jared Geronimo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, Danny from Oak Park, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, have thrown their names in the hat. Uh, we haven't heard it from anyone else here yet. Uh, we're we're kind of hoping possibly to hear from even maybe the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach to say she will like to take part. We have not heard from her yet, but hopefully we'll get to hear from her here again sometime here soon to see if she would like to take part here in this. Uh, uh, if she would like to take part here in this. Um, and, <clears throat> um, of course, our... Uh, in our, in our challenge here so we'll definitely like i said get back we'll let you know here as to as, as to of course if whether or not she is interested in doing so here as, as if she would like to of course take part in that here as well uh let me see here uh of course ladies and gentlemen we've been reading of course a great deal here about uh of course, still, still, everybody, still on, still on everybody's mind here, folks. As far as, of course, the uh, the situation that took place last Thursday, is after, of course, the Crown Jewel event. Uh, of course, there's been a lot of mixed emotions ever since that all took place. Uh, of course, obviously, one of the one of the biggest stories that's popped out of here that we have mentioned here many, many times is obviously the uh, is that. That even with this whole situation here, that apparently Vincent Man was upset at the Crown Prince over something, uh, or the Crown Prince was mad at Vince. We don't know what the heck's going on with all that, um, and that was the whole reason why, why of course they were referring to, of course, the delayed flight for the superstars after Crown Jewel as mechanical failure, where in fact it was something the whole it was like so much, so much more, so much more than that. Uh, it seems like now that Vince and so Vince and the Crown Prince apparently have decided to reach an agreement that will that will stick around with them. So I think JD has mentioned through the year 2027. What gets me is is that you know if they had so much difficulty um, trying to get all this worked out here, uh, and of course was upset about something uh, after the Crown Jewel show. Why in the world would they even sign another agreement to have another show here? Uh, I think JD even mentioned I think it was sometime in June of the next year when they're going to do it, come back over, go back over there. And already, of course, you have several superstars stepping up and saying, "We're not going to go back." They, because this was they learned from what happened last Thursday. They they don't want to they don't want to be a part of it. I mean, unless of course, like I mean, <clears throat> they'd probably rather obviously leave. And go over to, of course, AEW, where our, where they're certain that you know, uh, where of course, like I said, they wouldn't be bullied into doing anything of that nature. So, <clears throat> so it's it's just one different thing after another here, folks. And obviously, of course, this whole this whole this whole setup here concerning um, concerning, of course. Uh, <clears throat> con- I said concerning concerning this is just pretty much it has it, been, been it hasn't been one thing it's been another in my own personal opinion and this is what we've been talking about when we say WWE right now is at a point to where you know something something big is going on 
and they're not telling they're not being truthful to the fans as to as to what so we don't anything very much we don't know like i said you know from one thing from another i mean they're thinking they're pulling the wool over our eyes just because you know they want to try to fool the fans here here and there but it's just it's just not to be folks it really it really isn't because i mean the fans are like as i've said many many times the fans are 10 times smarter than like then 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 what then what vince realizes and he thinks that, like I said, they're they're going to, to to fool anybody. I mean, it's just it's just something. So we are definitely going to have to keep our eyes open here on this. And and like I said, that's why, like I said, WWE started losing a lot of credibility here lately <clears throat> because it's just it's it's just it's just been it's just been one dangerous turn of events. <clears throat> After another here, so we'll have to keep watching all this very carefully and see what happens. In the meantime, here, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead as we as we're now at 10:24 p.m. on Wednesday, November 6, 2019. <clears throat> we will, of course, once again tell you one six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. Of course, episode number seven hundred fifty two fifty away, ladies and gentlemen. From the big one, number one thousand of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, alongside, of course, the Iceman Jerry Durambo and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, uh, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. We did have him on here earlier this evening, uh, but of course, due I guess due to another commitment, he had to leave us. But we do, but he did come on long enough to give us his, of course, his his uh, thoughts and opinions here. As to what took as to what took place here, uh, <clears throat> as to what took place here, of course tonight on NXT. Uh, I'm back. Okay, and I do happen to say thank you, JD, and I do say, and I do see that Miss uh, Alia or Ala Peters has joined us. We thank her for joining us, and John has even stepped into the uh, has even stepped into the uh, live video feed here tonight, and. Of course, JD kind of posted a question here a moment ago with the way with my video feed looks like. He's asking me, what is with the yellow look? Um, and I, mean, I like that, it. It's pretty cool. Well, well, sometimes, like I said, the, the screen doesn't, uh, it's, it, it's, it's not me. It's the computer. It's the computer doing that. Apparently, that's not, it normally doesn't reset itself very well for some odd reason. I don't know why it does that, but it just does. So. But uh, but but normally it will fade off by now. But I guess it's just a little bit delayed in, in doing so. So it's still sticking around here. So, uh, but as long as like I said, everybody can still see still see me. I mean, I'm not yellow, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not I'm not Homer Simpson. So you don't have to worry about that part of it. Uh, of course, if I was, I'd be doing this. Don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, but hopefully, of course, like we said, tomorrow night we hope to hear once again from the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, as he will give his take, of course, as to what as his thoughts and opinion about what what happened tonight on NXT. We do thank him for giving us his results, his his uh, rundown of the results from tonight's NXT show, and of course, JD was of course also very very was was also very very excited. It seems 
as to what happened, of course, with the uh, <clears throat> with, with with the show here, indeed. Uh, but um, <laughs> but yes, indeed. So uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, I will tell you so far also from the AEW Full Gear Prediction Title Challenge, I, I can tell you that there are six belts that are currently up for grabs right now. Of course, unless, unless anyone does pop in, we will add another belt to the mix. Uh, but right now, we do have six belts here. Line, uh, let's see. I do believe we have. Uh, let me see. One, two, three. Oh, no, we don't. No, we no. I'm sorry. Excuse me. We do not have another I need, and I do need to add another belt to that. Uh, let me see here. Let, 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 let's look here. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I think I think that belt right there might be a little bit appropriate. This is one, another one that our own Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds actually gave us a an idea about here uh, not too long ago, and that is the AEWS American Nightmare Championship. It was named after. Of course, one of the men responsible for AEW, of course. And I know she's a, she wants that title in the worst way possible. Oh, yes, indeed. So so she may be the but person. Michelle, no disrespect to you, and I know you love coding. Most of us do. But I'm if I have to, I will say this how we're here now. If I end up winning this, and I'm saying if, I will be the bigger person and give it to you. Here and now. Because if I win it, though, I'm saying if I win it. Well, well, like I said, now the way we've gone back to the regular, the, the original routine, ladies and gentlemen, with our belts and the prediction title challenge, whoever wins the prediction title challenge gets the first pick at a belt. And then, of course, we all the way down. Believe it or not, Michelle is the only one left that we that still has to pick a belt from the Crown Jewel prediction title challenge. And whatever belt is left over from that, uh, Fonzie will get the remaining belt in that. And I do believe the two belts that are left from that are the WWS Border City Championship and the NJPWS Wrestle Kingdom Championship. I may have an idea as to which one MLG might go to, but I'm not sure, but it may be a surprise. We'll just have to wait and see what all happens here with that. Uh, <clears throat> well, let's see here. Let's, let's see here. Um, uh, we, of course, also meant one throw out a couple of quick plugs out here as far as two of our two of our own here, of course, here in the radio network. Of course, that is first off the human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, with his with his brand new group on Facebook and also, of course, with his uh, video feed, of course, every single uh, of course, every of course, every Monday after Monday Night Raw. Then, of course, uh, you have. Uh, uh, um um you of course also also have your you have your page as well in which you also leave your thoughts and opinions about everything uh john will be of course tonight ladies and gentlemen on his page speaking of which at 10 45 eastern time he will be of course leaving us to take care of his review for nxt and AEW. so be sure to check out check out his thoughts as well as he also invites best wednesday night wrap-up show you want to find out Oh, absolutely. And of course, also speaking of which as well, we do also have to give a shout out to our own Danny from Park, Parker's got his own podcast up and going. Uh, JD, you want to give us any details about that, about where they can, people can find Danny's podcast at? 
Yes, check out on uh, Spotify, ladies and gentlemen, Danny in Oak Park. You do not want to miss it, folks. How I have not had a chance to hear it just yet, but he debuted with it just recently, folks. And he will talk more about that this Friday night hour on the Revolution Show. You do not want to miss it. He will con- let you know where you can check it out, ladies and gentlemen. And I can tell you right now, he will be talking about wrestling. He'll talk about movies. Folks, he'll let you all know in a little secret, and as well as me, truly, however, I can tell you from what I've heard, it is a fantastic show. And folks, however, I have not listened to it yet, but I've talked to some people close to him in the Peeps show, however, including the Woken Jay Cutson, Kelly Matthews, TJ Banks, Chris Peeps himself, as well as other characters, including Smoke, our good friend of Alice Lincoln, El Patel, Shamir, of course, who, by the way, we do want to say uh, on the Peeps show, however, Shamir Blunt, of course, however, had, was one of Chris's friends and also Dean's friends and my closest friends, however, both on and off the air on the Chris Peep Show. A uh, very sad tragedy happened in his family today, so prayers for Shamir today, please, if you will. But, folks, definitely uh, check it out Friday night on the Friday Night Delight Tower. will be with us this week on Revolution. He will let everyone know where you can check out the brand-new podcast that is going to be sweeping the airwaves very soon as we will be ending 2019 with a bang and start 2020, a new decade, however, and a new year with a big-time uh, announcement. And, folks, you are definitely going to be wanting to hear this come Friday night on Revolution. Up to episode 751, Danny will give his top thoughts on everything going on in the world of pro wrestling. We hope to also hear from the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds from that here as well. We've got to get her take on uh, on everything going on here. We may get her pick for the belt in the Crown Jewel Prediction title challenge this coming Friday as well. And then whatever belt she chooses, Fonzie will get the remaining belt from that. Uh, <clears throat> let me see here. Um, hmm. Uh, of course, we did actually read us, and of course, as JD did mention, of course, in the news, that I put, of course, posted a story courtesy of, rest, of WrestlingInc.com, of course, obviously talking about the ratings for, as far as uh, WWE backstage goes, uh, did not turn turn out as well as as they as they hoped. Uh, JD, once again, a personal opinion as to as, as why you, in your personal opinion. Why you think this was the actual case? Okay. Talking about, of course, the story we mentioned here earlier tonight about the ratings from WWE backstage, why they turned out the way they did. Look, well, like I said, we, we, we're definitely going to have an exciting week in store for you folks. This is definitely going to be... One for the ages, folks. As we said, get ready for what will be an exciting time. Well, I was talking about WWE back, backstage is what I was talking about. Oh, yes. 49,000 viewers. I mean, it was not a big success, unfortunately, however, as people thought it would be, however, unfortunately. Uh, what was, was your – and, of course, we did throw out a possible theory. Um, they did fare a little bit better with it being on a lot earlier than it was. Could that have played a factor? In your opinion, J.D., as to why the show I do not. believe so. I believe so, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, there was, I mean, you think about it, I mean, there was a lot of questions going into this, how if it was going to be a success or if it was going to be a fail. Well, certainly. Well, of course, of course. And, of course, like I said here, there, this is still something else that WWE is pretty much kind of trotting on on, on the ground is not really solid right now, as they say, as far as the situation between WWE and AEW is concerned. 
WWE almost pre, almost pretty much uh, uh, <clears throat> is kind of a uh, is kind of um, is kind of, kind, of, kind, of, kind of treading treading on thin ice a little bit uh, with of course this whole situation that took place here from last week. Still recovering from that. I mean, I mean you that's something that's going to take them a while to get over, in my personal opinion. While they're, I mean, they're right now trying to get prepared for Survivor Series coming up here in a couple of weeks. You know, they're 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 trying to trying to get their they're trying to get everybody's mind off of that, so that way they can focus on trying to do a a very unique show indeed. Uh, um, so so we're definitely we're definitely going to have to be <clears throat> we're definitely going to have to be watching out for this. You know. Very, 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 very carefully here indeed. Um, but uh, this is just, this is just, this is just something here. Like I said, um, you know, you know, WWE and AEW. Like I said, <clears throat> you know, AEW. Like I said, you know, wanted to start stepping up here and show the world that there is an alternative, and they have certainly have done that. But like I, but but like I said here. Um, but WB is continuing to do everything they possibly can in order to try to keep keep everything at bay. And of course, if <clears throat> and of course if they uh, if they if they don't come out out of it here very very quickly, like I said, then sooner or later here, folks, they're just simply just going to they're just simply just going to uh, just sink. The, the, the sink is worse than the, than the Titanic. I mean, that's pretty much all that we can really say here sometime down the road. <clears throat> uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and mention here, of course, our, as we did mention, of course, on Revolution this uh, this coming Friday night, our, our live video feed, I do believe I'll have to go back and check out my notes. Uh, um, forgive me if I'm not 100% certain about Oh, yeah, that's right. Our live video feed will be from Hardy Boys fans this Friday night. News and views and history and birthdays. And, of course, as J.D. did say, of course, we hope to hear from Danny from Oak Park and also, of course, Black Widow Michelle and Dodds as they give their take, of course, as to what's happened this week here in wrestling. We obviously may hear something about they might have to say about what happened last Thursday night from Saudi Arabia, of course, Crown Jewel. Uh, also, what they expect to probably, possibly see in this invasion going on as NXT is now is invaded. Of course, the main roster is here and there. It's getting really heated up here big time. Could this, and the question I will pose to both, uh, because John will be leaving here in a few moments, and I'm actually, this is one question I'm going to be posing to you in just a minute, but let me finish doing this plug. Also, of course, some wrestling extras coming your way here as well. If you're listening here, this Friday, of course, Friday night, of course, on Revolution 751. Uh, not one three eight zero five five pounds starting at nine o'clock p.m. And JDU and John, I will pose this question here to you. Speaking of this invasion, something else I was just pondering here just a few moments ago. Could this storyline of this invasion of NXT towards Raw and SmackDown could this be something that WWE is trying to do to kind of rejuvenate? their their current situation jd let me ask you that first i would think so yes i think so they need something i mean they definitely need something to uh really get the fans talking again and i think it only makes sense though 
that they need something like this. However, I mean, they definitely need to get back on their feet. I mean, they really need something to uh, make sure the fans are watching still. Indeed, absolutely. So, uh, John and John, John does agree with that statement there as well. <clears throat> so, we will, we will, of course, like I said, continue to watch this, watch out for this here, big time. Um, as like I said, can can they can they step up here a little bit, or will like I said, will AEW like I said, kind of swipe swipe throne as they say. Uh, we're definitely going to have to keep our eyes open here on that as we, of course, move a little bit forward here, of course, and all this. Done this in this storyline here, because I was thinking about this here the two the other day, and I haven't really had a chance to really mention this part of it. Does this kind of remind anyone at all of the situation involving WWF versus the Alliance back in 2001? Does this kind of remind you of anything? Yeah, I think so. That? I think so, yeah. I mean, only this time the NXT is NXT is playing the role of the Alliance and Raw and SmackDown, or is it the other way around? Maybe? I think I mean, it's, uh, it's, it depends on how you, how you look at it, though, you know? Because out of the three brands, which one is the, which one right now out of the three brands in your in y'all's opinion, which which of the three brands are the most is the most popular right now? Which of the three? I would say NXT. I would too. I definitely, I definitely would. Uh, John, your thoughts? I mean, they NXT has got more hype than Raw and SmackDown. NXT has barely gotten any criticism at all whatsoever. Uh, especially with a lot of your superstars that was performing for a while on the main roster have gone back down. Of course, Finn Balor, especially being one of them. Now, speaking of Finn Balor, what does this mean? You know, apparently in all that, first we see him turn on uh, Ciampa and Gargano and join the Undisputed Era. And now tonight, as you said on NXT, he turns on the Undisputed Era and he rejoins with AJ, Carl, and uh, Luke Gallows. Now, yeah, we, this don't know what's, we, we don't know what this means. I mean, he doesn't know which allegiance he's uh, going with right now, however. I mean, we really don't. I mean... He's kind of also got his plate full with Adam Cole. When you think about Adam Cole and him, however, have uh, I'm sure they'll be fighting in a match at some point with those two. So who knows what we're going to see? This this is going to get interesting in the next couple of weeks. Certainly, certainly. I mean, has NXT's involvement on on Raw and SmackDown kind of kind of pepped up the wrong SmackDown superstars? Are they thinking now, okay, now we've got some action. Now we've got something that we can do to entertain the fans. I, mean, I think this- so. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I really do. And I think they needed that because they knew they were going to be in for a fight, however, and they knew that, that, that AEW was going to come after them with both guns a-blazing, and that's why. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, if they if they decide to do, which it doesn't, it seems like to me that's probably where they're going to go with this. If they decide to do the uh, the Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT thing, I mean, I mean, who, I mean, who, I mean, well, I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to do like a? Uh, are they going to? I mean, obviously, we heard, of course, um, what was it? We heard like all three. 
uh, women's champions are going to face each other in a triple threat. Yep. Bailey and Shane yep. Yep. That. Uh, uh, obviously, we've possibly seen what the tag, the tag, uh, the triple threat um, uh, tag team match. Um, now, in the women's belt, women's match, you said that it was winner take all. That one person will walk out with all three of those belts. That's pretty much what was said. Is that, is that correct? The, the women's match is, is for all three of the women's titles? I don't know if it's going to be for one belt or all, um, all three of them will have to put their belts on. I don't know. Something's going to happen. So, now, of course, the tag belts, obviously. The raw, raw tag belts, of course, the Viking Raiders, the Revival, the SmackDown tag title holders, uh, or it could yeah, be the New Day. Or either the revival or the new day, because they're talking about possibly the new day could have a shot at it on Friday. Um, and then, of course, you got uh, uh, who is it, Fish and O'Reilly of the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Uh, bringing We also know Roderick Strong has got his agenda. We don't know with Adam Cole what they're going to do with them yet. I mean, that's still interesting. I mean, well, well, think about. It. I mean, I don't know if they would. I don't know if they would do like I said. They, I mean, a, a a one with all three of the major champions because obviously Brock is going to be defending the WWE title against Rey Mysterio, so that's pretty much out of the picture. Yeah. We haven't heard what Bray Wyatt is going, to, what they're going to do with Bray Wyatt in the Universal title. Mm-hmm. Which I still haven't noticed. I, I've noticed here they still haven't really decided whether or not they're going to actually change the color of the belt since obviously the Universal title seems to be going to SmackDown, and the WWE title's going over to Raw, it seems like. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know if this is supposed to be a long run or not. I mean, but we can't, I can't wait to see, you know, who is, who is Bray Wyatt going to challenge next for the Universal title. We know it's going to be Brock and Ray. Obviously, that match was made Monday after Ray Mysterio almost yeah. literally, I never thought I would ever say this, pretty much beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar. I never thought I would ever say that. Who nobody ever thought nobody would be right. would ever think that. But after seeing because but you knew, let me tell you something. As I said this the other night, did I not, did I not say this? That that I haven't seen a fire lit underneath Rey Mysterio that badly, that big, since the days and all that. Whenever him and Eddie Guerrero would either team up with each other or go against one another, and have some good competition, I never seen him so fired up before. I never seen him so angry. He was, he was definitely ready to go. He was motivated because Brock, Brock almost, almost, almost forgive the expression. I hate to say it, but Brock almost wiped out his son for crying out loud. I mean, that would enrage any. That would enrage anybody. Definitely. I mean, seriously, yeah. I mean, and 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 then now you got Brock and Ray. I mean, Ray is is motivated by that. Is that going to help Ray? I mean, it could be. I would like to see that. I would love to see Ray get that belt again. Because the last time he held it was, of course, what was it, eight years ago? I think it was the last time he held the WWE belt, I believe. But um, when that when that whole thing with him, with Cena and CM Punk was going on, I mean, that's the last time I think he held that belt. I think. Uh, let me see. Uh, of course, obviously, you know, you don't know what they're going to do with, you know, they could do something with. For Raw, it would be the. Um, U.S. title for SmackDown would be the IC title, mm-hmm. and NXT will be what the North American title, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. 
I mean, that would be an interesting match to see that. But like I said, I mean, I mean, ultimately, what I, what what what's going to be interesting is that is that if you're going to have three teams of four or three teams of five representing all four brands, who who who's going to go? And if they're going to do that, they're going to have to do it soon because they're running out of time here, pretty much. But I mean, who, I mean, who who would be the who would be the odds on who would be the odds on choices for all three brands? I mean, I mean, it'd be tough. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of other people have have, have are a little bit, uh, you know, um, have something else on their minds and all that. Obviously, of course, one thing, you know, for example, would be Lashley and Rusev. You can't put them together because they'll tear each other apart because this whole thing with Lana. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, uh, so let me let me see. Um, uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, there's a lot of different combinations that, that, that they could do here. As far as if they're going to do this, they got to do it right, first of all. And I hope they do it right. If, I mean, because so far, shaping up the look like is pretty darn good. And as I said before, everything always looks good on paper, but when it actually happens, a lot of times it falls through, unfortunately. And, and you know, Way WWE is right now, they can't afford any more mistakes. They can't afford to have anything like that happen. I think what you're going to need to do is starting in 2020. I think somehow they're going to have to start figuring out a way to kind of cut to cut a lot of duties that Vince McMahon is responsible for. Because it's like I said before, if he's going to continue on this path, you know, if he wants to continue doing certain things, let him do certain things. Don't let him do everything. Because the guy won't, feels like that he can run that whole thing without having about what, how many people he's employed, 2,000 or more people or something like that. He think he can do it all. Heck, he'd probably be in there putting up the ring, putting up the lights, putting up the Titan Tron, uh, getting the wrestlers uh, uh, their makeup on and their outfits fitted and everything like that. I mean, he could probably do it all that. And, but like I said, the man, the man has done everything he possibly can he's pretty much he's pretty much shown that like i said he's earned a place like i said in wrestling history i mean we already know that we've always we've always known that i mean if it wasn't for him like i said wrestlemania wouldn't be where it is today uh the royal rumble wouldn't pop up um you know you wouldn't have raw you wouldn't have smackdown uh, of course, he wouldn't have brought in Triple H, and that way, if he didn't have Triple H there, you wouldn't have had NXT. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what else? What else? Can, I mean, what else can you do? I mean, what, I mean, I mean, what else can you do? But I think Vince has pretty much shown that he can pretty much do it all. He has the man has nothing else left to prove. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to prove that he can, do, that he can still go, and I'm not doubting that the man can still go. But the man really needs to start backing off a little bit and giving some of those responsibilities to somebody else. And let, let, let's, let, let's and we might start seeing a vast improvement a little bit because it's like I said before, it's been 18 years since since WWE or at the time WWF or whatever you want to call it has had to deal with any big time competition at all. Because ever since, like I said, with what happened with WCW and ECW, that whole thing they did with the invasion and all that, that lasted up until. Survivor Series 2001, 
which, ladies and gentlemen, I was, as J.D. and John and all them have heard me say this many, too many times, that was the last time that Greensboro got a big-time pay-per-view in the WWF slash WWE was Survivor Series 2001. At least we got one of the big four. But that was the last big pay-per-view, biggest one that we've ever had ever since then. It's been nothing but live events, Rawls, and SmackDowns. We got Starcade, what was it, a couple years ago? But that was it. So, I mean, I mean, we haven't had that much going on here. Man, the last time, that's the last time I went to go see the show was when they did Starcade two years ago. That's the last time I went over in that been in that Coliseum. So, I mean, but uh, because it was actually something worth looking at. Uh, but anyway, anyway, like anyway, like I said, like I said, that it's about time. Like I said, somebody pretty much, like I said, take the reins and just and just and and just okay. see where it's there. So that's you all. I let, pretty me, much. let me call right back. Let me call right back. Okay, I forgot to call. Take. I'll call right back. Okay, no problem, JD. Thank you very much. And while JD step away for a moment, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell and let you let you know one more time. One six zero five. 562-0444, caller ID 138055-pound, episode 750 of WWS Revolution. This is, this is, of course, <clears throat> this is, of course, uh, episode 750 of WWS Revolution uh, for, of course, um <clears throat> Uh, for of course Wednesday, of course November 6, 2000, <clears throat> 2019. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course the Ice Man Jerry Drama. We'll be back here momentarily. Uh, I do once again want to thank this human suplex machine John Gross. He's already left us here for the evening, as he of course is, <clears throat> as he of course is um, of course gone to do his review of uh, on, on of course I believe his Facebook page. Of course, talking about NXT and AEW. I also want to thank the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie for coming on a little while ago to give his uh, give the last know of the full results of what happened tonight on NXT. Uh, John and Fonzie will be back, of course, along along with myself and JD to give our take as to what as as to what happened, as what we thought of the action from both shows here tonight. <clears throat> uh, of course, right here. <clears throat> Of course, right here, of course, on uh, Wolfpack 138521-pound, of course, tomorrow night. But like I said, our live video feed coming in from WWS Universe. <clears throat> so be sure to check us out there. Be sure to check us out here then. Uh, also, I will mention one more time, uh, don't forget, uh, once again, Bulldog DVD sells a variety. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sells variety. Of course, we take a bite out of the call so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Uh, your, your, like I said, our ongoing special continues to between now and the end of the year. Uh, all DVDs, regardless of uh, single or multiple disc sets, are of course, DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, posted on the page are worth one dollar. So if you so let us know what, so let us know what what your interest is. And like I said, we'll be, we'll definitely, like I said, uh, if you need, if you need to. To that that need pictures of the condition of the case in the disc we'll be more than happy to send pictures there to you but of course like i said that's what that's what of course where it stands at this point so be sure to check us out here today <clears throat> and of course as we said ladies and gentlemen the ice manager Alamo has bought six dvds from us here so far and just tonight mr hulkamania bob Ziegler 
has purchased 20 DVDs from us, including, of course, three Blu-rays as well. So, uh, so we uh, we thank them, of course, for for uh, for doing that for doing that here for us here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> also, don't forget Perpetual Uniquity on eBay ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity p-e-r-p-u-t-a-l-u-n-i-q-u-i-t-y of course internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual of course 200 uh, 200 almost 200 items of course posted on in the store there everything from classic hot wheels cars to books and other knickknacks men's women's and children's clothing of course, rock and roll memorabilia from Kiss and other big-time rock and roll bands in the past, <clears throat> and some of the present, obviously. Also, video games from the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. Also, <clears throat> don't forget, there are still some DVD titles, of course, still posted on the page. Uh, we do have some, of course, movies, of course, in different genres, including, of course, uh, 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 wrestling, and, and, of course, also... Drama, comedy, action, adventure, horror, and act, and children's and other movies like this. We should check it out here today at Perpetual. Uh, <clears throat> so be sure, so be sure to try that. Uh, so be sure to check that out here today. Like check that out on eBay. Like I said, that is of course Perpetual Uniquity. Uh, and um, let's see. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> but uh, of course, uh, of course, don't. Of course, like I said, don't forget. Here we have. <clears throat> of course, don't forget Power Hour. Of course, this Saturday evening at six o'clock, one four one three six four pound. As we will, of course, talk about. <clears throat> as we will, of course, talk about. Uh, of course, the week that was here in the radio network, plus, of course, uh, this, um, of course, like also this coming Saturday's history and birthdays, and also some wrestling news tidbits they're making around, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Be sure to be sure to check it out uh, there again, like I said, Saturday evening at 6 o'clock right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Also, don't forget Sunday morning, of course, don't forget WSWS this morning as we get you out the door before your church services. To, of course, to share uh, Sunday's wrestling history and birthdays and also two or three wrestling news pieces come <clears throat> from, of course, uh, from, of course, also from 411 Mania as, as well. So be sure to check that out. 805-8613-POUND. And we'll let you know of the time here coming up here to, towards this coming Friday night on Re Revolution or Saturday evening on WWS Power Hour. We'll keep you informed as we'll keep you informed as to that. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jake, the Iceman is attempting to make to come back on before we leave the air here. He might be. <clears throat> but, um, but like I said, um, but uh, he's making every attempt here possible to try to get back on here as well. He's had some difficulty. A couple times here in the past of trying to get on the air here. Um, hopefully, we'll have him back on here in the next little bit.
but uh <clears throat> and like i said folks um like i like i said also don't forget nwa wolfpack tomorrow night uh we will we will Okay. Apparently, Jim and the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, is having a little difficult time getting back on the line, so he's going to talk to him now from the um, from the talk shoot. Well, wait a minute. Uh, I think we okay. We, we I think we have now. We oh, have yeah. it. Now. Okay. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, of course, has sometimes has a little bit of difficulty getting on the line, but back on the line here with us. But uh, uh, JD, I need you to do a quick area code check for me, please, sir. Um, if you can, sure. uh, nine seven two. Find that word out of this post. Nine seven two area code. That is down in Texas. Okay, we okay. Uh, apparently, we we had someone pop on. I did not. I did not unmute them because I did not recognize who that could have been. Do we know anybody in Texas? The only one we know is heavy metal wolfwing. Let's see if it's a new caller. Let's uh, see if he's if he'll join us. Uh, and hopefully uh, not act like a pompous ass. Let's see if we can get him on. However, person left, but he's not on. So. Oh. Person left because I didn't let him on. Okay, so. But the next time that pops yeah. on, we'll post. Ladies and gentlemen, all of our people who, of course, host our other shows in the radio network. And JD, of course, you're a witness to this. You're one of those that hosts other shows in the radio network. If somebody like this does pop on, if you're uncertain, it might not be a wise idea to bring them on here as well, unless you feel it. Okay. Just think about that. Okay, and I can tell you that next week on NXT, we will have Leo Rush taking on Angel Garcia, who earned a shot at Russia's championship by defeating Tony Nese on this week's episode. Also, we will have our ladder match between Mia Yim and Io Shirai with the winner getting the entry advantage for the Women's War Games match at War Games 3. Oh, I thought Io Shirai was already in it. Yeah, but Mia Yim now uh, is going to be involved too, and I guess the winner of that will get an early advantage for their team. I see. I see. Okay. But remember, we announced it on... Uh... Outside the ropes earlier today, I thought we were driving with a part of Sheena Bailey's team. We'll definitely keep an eye on that, though. Um, I got to ask, there was one I think I have got that one before we go here. One quick thing I will ask before we close up for the night. And this pertains to what happened Monday night on Raw, something that happened here. I was thinking about this. I wanted to get just a person, your a personal outlook from you on this. I, I know this was something you were definitely keeping an eye on here Monday night. What was your thoughts on the confrontation between Becky Lynch and Shannon Baszler? Very interesting. I mean, you think about the Queen of Spades, how her things, how she might have one over on my girl, how and she says, I'm not Ronda Rousey, and Becky's not backing away from her by any means necessary, however. And uh, also, believe me, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how long this uh, intensity is going to last between the two of them. I mean, we saw... A little bit of uh, fireworks, if you will, however, between the two of them. And uh, they definitely weren't afraid to pull any punches with one another, however. And it's going to be interesting to see what will happen, obviously, this week on SmackDown in the U.K. coming up on Friday night. So uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, this could continue for the next few weeks, are heading into Survivor Series. I mean, they are taping Raw, we understand, I think, for this coming Monday, right before SmackDown goes on the air. 
live in Manchester Friday. And we'll see what happens there. Of course, that'll air on a tape delay Monday, possibly. However, and then, of course, we'll see what happens. Obviously, of course, what happens, of course, after that. However, coming up, of course, uh, like I said, on SmackDown. So we'll see what happens. I mean, things are getting interesting between the two of them. So we'll see what the buildup is going to be like, however. Um, and also, the other, the previous night, of course, whenever we saw the NXT, when we saw NXT's first invasion of SmackDown, what was your take? And this was once again involving Shayna Baszler coming in now and going after and taking down Bailey, like she did. I mean, that yeah, was she, she, yeah, that was that was interesting. I mean, she she definitely didn't pull any punches here. I mean, she was not she was not afraid to pull any punches whatsoever, as we saw. However, and it definitely showed here. However, like I said, I mean, like I said, you got Becky. And uh, like I said, Shayna staring each other right now, and Bailey's not involved just yet. But it is going to be interesting to see what happens. How are we going to see? <sighs> Sorry about that. When you see these two absolutely come blow to blow with one another, like I said, Becky says, "Take your best shot, Howard." And of course, Shayna says, "I'm not Ronda Rousey, Howard." Even though I'm friends with her, Howard, you're going to see the build-up continue to be very interesting with these two girls, Howard, and it's going to be intense, Howard. There's no question about it. And we're definitely going to see more intensity, I'm sure, in the next few weeks with these two. And if you throw Bailey in this, too, however, we'll see what happens with Bailey getting involved uh, somehow with both of them. But uh, right now, you got a good build-up between Shayna and uh, Becky. Personally, I think that's what it should be. But unfortunately, they're not going to do it, though. All right. Do you think, in your personal opinion, after all the dust settles, after all this happens, I'm sure it's about our series, just another personal opinion here, and not take anything away from, of course, your girl here, Becky Lynch, still one of the most talented female superstars I've seen in quite some time. Yes, indeed. But let me ask you this. Is, at some point down the road, is Shannon Baszler ready for the main roster? I think so. It's been, in my, I mean, she's shown that she has nothing left to prove in NXT. She'll be taking on people like Asuka, possibly maybe someone like Alexa Bliss, who has not been seen on since Helena Selby, understand, due to a shoulder injury. We don't know when she's been going to be returning. Uh, she could also take on people that she's dealt with before, like Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky, um, like I said, Charlotte, Sasha, and, uh, uh, like I said, Howard Bailey, uh, Becky. Uh, Natalia, possibly Lacey. I mean, she, she's not someone you want to screw around with. I mean, yeah, some people think how she only wins because of her friends Marina Shapiro and Jasmine Duke, and yeah, that might be true, but at the same time, she, of course, is coming up on Oscar's record, how as the longest-term NXT Women's Champion. You know, I mean, she's like Oscar, and I mean, that's, I mean, we've talked about that, and I've talked about that before. That would be a dream match to see those two go at it with streak, uh, with, uh, Shayna's streak on the line because Oscar was the longest-term champ before Shayna started her streak again. But uh, like I said, the question is, who will she get involved with when she makes it to the main roster? Will it be Natalia? Will it be Lacey? Will it be uh, Becky again? One-on-one will it be Charlotte, Sasha? Uh, will it be Natty? I mean, who who's going to be out there that will challenge her? Oscar, Kari Sane? I mean... Dana Brooke, we'll see. I mean, time will tell, but I think she's almost ready to make it at this point. I mean, she hasn't have anything left to prove, but we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. And of course, like I said, she's already beat all the big names in NXT: the Mia, the Mia Yams, the Io Shirai's, the Dakota Kai's, and uh, like I said, how are those type of girls? How are and uh, she's also done Bianca Belair, of course, like, and of course uh, some others too. Indeed, indeed. And I'll be back in a second. Uh, one. Okay. 
And while JD steps away, a non-listen-related story right here, folks. I've got to bring this up here. Uh, coming from, of course, uh, my new local news source here uh, out of uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, WXI 12. Um, apparently, a 13-year-old suspect in a double homicide has been found, according to authorities. Um, the 13-year, and this is out of, out of uh, Lumberton, North Carolina. The 13-year-old suspect in a double homicide who escaped from a courthouse in East North Carolina on Tuesday has been found. WRAL's Brian Mims reports Jericho Werrell was with his mother, Nikki Jacobs, on Wednesday night. She said she was driving him to be turned in. She, she told Mims that Werrell got a bike in Pembroke and rode it to an uncle's home after he escaped. The Robinson County Sheriff's Office said Werrell escaped from juvenile court at about 12.10 p.m. on Tuesday. Jericho and a 19-year-old co-defendant, Derek Deshaun Hunt, are charged with two counts of first-degree murder and the killings of two brothers found dead inside a home last month. The North Carolina Department of Public Safety confirmed WRAL's Mark Boyle that Rural was in custody. In uh, I was just reading here a story that was on my local one, my, my new local uh, news app I have here. A a a, homo, a double homicide suspect who is only 13 years old escaped from a courthouse in East North Carolina uh yesterday but that that he has been found and he has been returned to custody to police custody by his mother so he was warned for the him and and a 19 year old were wanted in the killing of two brothers last month in their home so that was uh down around lumberton north carolina so very 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 very, very sad situation there indeed uh to see a child go to of course go behind bars yeah, you hate to see that happen there, indeed. Indeed. JD, anything else you wish to add before we close up shop here on seven fifty of Revolution? No, I mean, like you said, we talked a lot about NXT tonight. We talked about, uh, like I said, also, uh, like I said, we also talked about what was very interesting. However, at uh, Dynamite, however, but of course, tomorrow night we will give you our predictions. However, full gear and get ready, folks. Right, we're going to have a full gear to talk about. However, and of course. Like we said, it's going to be an interesting night. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, JD did add, said it was a, a six match added on, and we will post that on here. Of course, we'll get ready to do our predictions here coming up with full gear tomorrow night. Of course, starting with Wolfpack, of course, tomorrow night at 9 p.m., 138521 pound. Uh, <clears throat> on that note here, I do have to thank the Ice Manager, D. Girolamo, also the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. As well as, of course, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie for joining us here tonight for episode 750 of Revolution. Also, want to thank Mr. Eric Vigil, Miss Margie Bounds, and Miss Ala Alia or Ala Peters. Also, Mr. Matt Hobbs is now popping in for joining us here tonight on episode 750, of course, of Revolution, our live video feed tonight from our New Japan Pro Wrestling Tribute Group, NJPWS Forever Honorable. Check out the video, of course, like I said. Facebook.com forward slash group sports slash NJPW Honorable Nation. Be sure to check that out. Indeed. Revolution episode 750 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> and we'll be back on with NW Wolfpack tomorrow night, 138-521-pound. Of course, with our live video feed from WWS Universe 
and we'll have a full night of talking. Of course, but most of it will be kind of an AEW type of night, folks. If we talk about AEW and NXT, our thoughts and opinions about that. Let's also start doing our predictions in for, of course, the Saturday's AEW Full Gear pay-per-view. We'll let you know about that here as well. Um, <clears throat> and I also, like I said, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, right here in, in the WWS Radio Network, of course, we say take care and God bless your folks. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and also here, well, I'll, I'll say here in a minute. minute here, folks. Thank, thank you very much here, J.D., and of course, uh, we are of course four years older, continuing to be bolder. Radio never continues to be, and forever remain your wrestling connection. And and uh, <clears throat> and of course, uh, be sure, like as we said, join us for Wolfpack tomorrow night, one three eight five two one pound. <clears throat> and of course, as we always say here at the Radio Network, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. That's what I want. What I wanted to say here, folks. So, second guessing myself here, everybody. I should know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> that happens here, folks. It's kind of a little bit of a blooper reel right there tonight. So, uh, <clears throat> and of course, like I said, we'll be back on here, of course, tomorrow night. So we we look forward to talking at you then. And of course, remember, ladies and gentlemen, before the Iceman gives us our closing theme for the evening, remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of professional wrestling, pop culture, and everything. We this is, of course, the WCWS radio network and now here is the ice man with the night's closing theme This is the WWS Radio Network. Take care, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on NWO Wolfpack. God bless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.